0: Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Congressman Hank Johnson is now serving his eighth term in the U.S. House of Representatives. He represents uh, Georgia's fourth uh, congressional district. And, 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 you know, Congressman, it's good talking to you again. You know, we ran into each other. I think you were coming out of a grocery store. I was going in. And uh, we we had a a, a nice chat. And when I saw that you had introduced this legislation to stop the transfer of all military-grade weapons to law enforcement, um, talk to us about it. What kind of weapons are we talking about?
1: Yeah, and uh, Joe, it's good to be with you this morning, and it was good to see you the other day. And uh, we're, we're talking about weapons of mass destruction. We're talking about weapons that are used in the battlefields against enemy combatants and against uh, uh, you know foreign forces engaged in this nation with war. Those weapons have absolutely no place on the streets of uh, of. Uh, of our country, uh, our cities, our towns, our university campuses, uh, by university police departments. Things like armored military vehicles, uh, grenade launchers, long-range acoustic devices, uh, weaponized drones, uh, military-grade 50 caliber or more uh, firearms, you know, those kinds of things uh, being funneled onto our streets directly to police departments from the Department of Defense, surplus military weaponry. This stuff that is still usable could be used for the next war, Joe, because of the military-industrial complex needing to, to churn out weapons of mass destruction 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That military-industrial complex produces the weapons. They want to continue to produce the weapons even when the country is not at war. So you transfer that stuff to uh, federal, tribal, state, and local law enforcement agencies, and then you re-up, the Department of Defense can continue to re-up And so the result is the over-militarization of police departments across the United States of America with weapons that they don't need. And the law itself uh, requires, Joe, that the department that receives the weapons under the 1033 program has to place those weapons into use within 12 months after receiving the weapons or else they had to give the weapons back. And so that's a recipe for misuse of the weapons on the streets against citizens, not against enemy combatants and uh, foreign uh, military forces, but against your own people. And it's wrong.
0: Congressman, I got to tell you, I've got about four or five. Wow. First of all, uh, let's, let's let me start where you left off. If they don't use it within a certain period of time, the local the local police authority or law enforcement authority has to give it back. Do we? Yeah. Do they get the taxpayers' money back?
1: Well, the the weapons are shipped for free. It's it's surplus military oh. weapons that so they just give them away. They I give so so they don't
0: even they yeah. don't even I see. So a local uh, community they don't pay for it so it, it's free but if they don't but all right so that answers that question so but but then if they they have to use it against us or else they've got to give it back whoa
1: right and, okay. and so joe when you when you consider the fact that a lot of police officers in this country are national guards national guardsmen and reservists Army uh, or military reservist, and they get called uh, into duty to go to Iraq or Afghanistan. They were deployed three, four, five times, and they come back home and go back to work as in law enforcement. And they bring that military mindset with them when they come back, and then they have the military weapons
0: that they used in a a foreign war available to them.
1: Yeah. Wow. And so it's a combination that has resulted in um, what we saw in Ferguson and what we saw in Washington, D.C. last uh, summer and in uh, communities across the country, the use of this military equipment to confront peaceful protesters and by the way, it wasn't none of that stuff was used on January sixth. By the way, for some. reason. Uh, by the way, the comp- yeah, they, did, they didn't bring out reason. the tanks, did they? They didn't bring out yes. the tanks
0: like they did in Ferguson.
1: That's right. Wow. And so, uh, I, I,
0: I only have a couple of minutes left, so man, I'm so glad that you brought this up. Two questions: uh, Did you not include the, this bill? Was it included in the Floyd a uh, George Floyd uh, Justice Pol- uh, Policing Act? Yes,
1: this this legislation, the uh, Stop Militarizing Law Enforcement Act, uh, was included in whole in the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. So when the House of Representatives passed it, uh, they passed the Stop Militarizing Law Enforcement Act, which is A standalone piece of legislation, but it was incorporated within the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Good. Now we need to advance that bill into, uh, in the Senate, get it passed in the Senate and get it, uh, signed into law by the president. We're, we're so close, but yet we are, Joe Manchin and Kristen Seminar, so far away from it in the Senate. And that's why we're sending this letter. To president biden asking him to do what president obama did by executive order gotcha. and that is by banning the compliance with the law by the department of defense uh in so in other words banning the department of defense from shipping these weapons of I mass destruction
0: i got you well i tell you what yeah. i'll tell you what i only have 30 seconds but i promise you what we'll have this my audience do We'll, we'll put this on our on and, and this conversation on our uh, social media and encourage every listener to, one, tell Biden to sign an executive order and then push uh, the, the, the uh, Senate to p- pass this bill. Thank you for coming on. Uh, and we'll talk again and keep in touch with you, uh, Congressman Johnson.
1: Thanks so much, Joe Madison. Have a great day
0: so congressman hank johnson who you just heard representing the 4th congressional district in georgia you know think what he what and so now what we now what do you know and for those of you who didn't know for those of you who do know you have now military grade weapons as you heard hank johnson say that are given to local law enforcement agencies. We don't. We we they 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 already paid for. It. So in essence, they're surplus. Now fo- let me see if I can follow the discussion. So the, so the, and the reason they're given away is because with this military-industrial complex, new weapons they, they have to be developed. The money has to be spent. <laughs> Come on now, this is in essence what he's saying. Uh, so, so we give away this tank or military-grade weapons or whatever it might be. Then that opens up the opportunity for defense contractors to get money to buy, to develop new weapons. Now, what do you do with the old weapons? Well, you don't you don't store them. You give them away. So your local law enforcement agency, I guess, applies. Where did the tanks come from? Wait a minute. How did Ferguson get military tanks? Now, we I call them tanks. You can call them. And then there's something else he said. A lot of these soldiers you know end up out come out of the military many of them or many of them end up you know becoming law enforcement and then they go oh i'm familiar with this weapon we used it in afghanistan or we used it in iraq or we used it in whatever war we're in you mean i have oh okay now when there's a demonstration These military grade war weapons show up on the streets of our cities. So 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 what you had, what Hank Johnson did was he said, you know what, we got to stop this. We have to stop it. We have to stop this. These weapons are not used for civilian control. Oh, and by the way, what did he say? They didn't show up. On January 6th. They didn't show up three months ago. They, they didn't bring out the tanks and all this military style weapons, did they? When when these insurrectionists were taking over Congress. Oh, that you heard him say that. Now, what he's asking us to do is number one, here's a process. Biden should do with through an executive order what Obama did sign an executive order and stop it. I'm just putting it where the goats can get it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And 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 the and and the the the, the uh, bill has has done what? It's passed through the House of Representatives, it's now in the Senate. So he's saying, Biden, do what Obama did, sign an executive order to stop it, and then Schumer and the, member, and the, and the Democrats, because I bet you there's not a single Republican who signed on to this, get this passed. Pass what the House has already done. See, I'm so glad that he came on. I'm so glad that he took the time to talk to us. Now, the question is, what am I going to do about it? Well, hey, that's why we have Five Calls app. You now have the information. Information is power. You now get on the phone to your two senators, and I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. Let me, I got, you know, I'm going to take Thomas Cause he, he he's he's on about this police militarization. Thomas, go ahead, and make your comment, and and I'll get and then I'll get to all the other callers. Go ahead, Thomas.
2: Good morning, Mr. Mallison. We love and appreciate you in Baltimore, man. God bless you God. Hey, Matt, Mr. Mallison, I have been tooting this horn for a long time. Um, my former congressman who died, uh, Elijah Cummins, was one of the ones that pushed this. Into Baltimore City and Baltimore County, military-style weapon. Baltimore City and Baltimore County have more military-style weapon than any other city in the state of Maryland. Uh, we saw we saw it firsthand, Mister Madison, during the Freddie Gray riots uh, situation, the military-style jeeps and everything. We saw it again when Officer uh, Shooter. Uh, They say committed suicide. Detective shooter. They say committed Mm -hmm. suicide. We saw those weapons then, Mister Madison. They have one particular weapon in Baltimore that they use quite frequently. It's a military-style jeep with a what I call a a boat anchor on it, and the jeep can shoot that that anchor through a house and basically take the whole side of a house down. If they, to get 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 them entry to that house.
0: Now I I I got it, and I'm going to let me let me um let me uh thank, well, first of all let me thank you for 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 bringing this up. I they, no thank oh I think. you. Okay, now l- listen. L- let me based on what we just heard, and thank you for your call. I'm glad you jumped on as quick as you did about Baltimore. Listen to this. This is headline from CNBC. Headline How Police Militarization Became an Over $5 Billion Business, Convetted by the Defense Industry. That's what Hank Johnson was talking about. And police pay nothing. Let me repeat police departments pay nothing for military equipment let me Let me give you three key points. Police receive most of their militarized equipment through two federal programs. Hank Johnson mentioned this ten thirty three and eleven twenty two initiatives. Second point, the ten thirty three program allows are you ready the Department of Defense to transfer excess military equipment to local law enforcement agencies free of charge as long as they pay for shipping and maintenance. So there is taxpayer money that goes involved, and that's shipping and maintenance. In some cases, point number three, equipment transferred through these programs Wow, has simply vanished due to an apparent lack of oversight and poor bookkeeping. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this very clear. I'm going to say this because I don't have a cut card. Baltimore, Detroit, Los Angeles. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna call the roll. I run by Democratic elected officials. Come on now. So you're culpable. Yes, you are. Simple as that. And you know, I don't have a cut card when it comes to this. You're culpable. And if you're one of these mayors that says, calls up and says, well, I I didn't know this was, I didn't know this was happening. (laughs) Really? And, And I read this. This is in that same CNBC. The fatal arrest of George Floyd, who we're talking about now watching the trial, has sparked nationwide protests demanding an end to police brutality and restructuring of police departments. Many of these protests were met with drastic measures and responses from local police departments armed with military gear. Equipment more commonly used, are you ready for this, on battlefields, like flashbang grenades, tear gas, rubber bullets, helicopters, armed vehicles were witnessed numerous times at the scenes of protest. And it first came to our attention, as I pointed out, was 2014, 2014, in Ferguson, Missouri. It says here, it is a trend that has grown for decades and now takes up a significant portion of the domestic homeland security market estimated to be worth more than 20 billion dollars in goods and services that's what eisenhower meant by how we're all tied in to the military industrial complex I I, I I the 1866 8018255 and if a democratic mayor wants to get pissed off at Joe Madison go ahead and get pissed off but there and cuz you again you see where i'm going with this and i don't have a cut card so here we have war weapons and then of course, didn't bring it out Genu- three months ago. Let's go to the phones. I'm going to um Tim from Kansas, first time caller.
3: Good morning, Mr. Madison. Thank you for what it is that you do. Uh yeah, out here in Kansas. I'm just calling about the uh what uh, Congressman Johnson had to put out. I agree wholeheartedly, uh with that, uh, getting rid of those weapons. However, um, I think there needs to be a mechanism in place where the police cannot be outgunned because a lot of the weapons that uh, they do receive, oftentimes when they roll up on a um, mass shooting and such, and such, they're facing those same kind of weapons. So, um, no, no 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 no, gonna...
0: no, 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 stop. No, 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 I'm not going to, no. They, they you cannot tell me you cannot tell me what you I don't think you heard what you said they're facing those same kind of weapons when they roll up on somebody you you, you don't have any criminal out here that has an armor tank or 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 a uh, unless they get it from the army surplus store a rocket launcher, a rocket grenade launcher. Now, come on, man. I mean, it, it, you can restate what you want to say. I, I, I agree in part with what you're saying. That I, there ought the, I'm
3: sorry. Uh Yeah, I think I think you. I didn't mean to that level or that scale. I'm, I'm okay. Talking about I, that's
0: control. why I stopped. Yeah, I yeah. got you. Go ahead. Yeah. No I'm, I'm
3: talking in terms of like. um Say this last shooting we had in Colorado, where they had an AR, 50, AR fifteen or an AK forty seven. Yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, and, and you you can now um, they can go out and get like a Barrett fifty caliber sniper rifle that can shoot a mile. So I I understand what he's saying about that, but I think maybe the devil's in the details because we don't need to just take all their weapons away. Maybe he doesn't mean that. But, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I also mm-hmm. agree uh, I didn't see any helicopters doing any prop wash on uh, January the 6th like they did on the uh,
0: yeah, when the Black know, Lives Matter folks were, yeah, were out there protesting. Yeah, yeah so, thank you. Absolutely. I got you. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.